0: Hey there, I'm Dr. Jerry Crete and welcome to Be With The Word. Um, This week our topic is resolving inner conflicts and by understanding our quote-unquote wicked part. Um, So I'm really excited getting into this. I think it will tie into other topics we've had related to addiction, related to scrupulosity, even related to depression and anxiety and trauma. So I think I have a unique little message here that I'm looking forward to sharing in today's episode. Before I get into that, I want to highlight or mention a few things. Um, one is a Catholic Journeymen. If you are a male, if you are Catholic or on a journey to becoming Catholic or Even eastern orthodox or anglo-catholic is okay um, who is interested in finding other men who want to grow in faith and work on their own personal struggles whether that is scrupulosity addiction depression anxiety and need a group of brothers to do that i hope you will come to www.catholicjourneyman.com and sign up for the free trial we have this great community and we're doing all kinds of cool things. We're having small process groups and web meetings on various topics and weekly office hours and, um, you know, connecting all throughout the week. So feel free to check that out. Also, I'm so excited that I am now on hollow. So under the mental health tab, uh, and in the topic of relationships, I have two talks and I think four guided meditations that are now on hollow. So if you're, looking at this, so you're getting this on YouTube, feel free to check out in the comment section. I have a link to Hello. If you're not not already on Hello, it's the number one Catholic app. It's great content on there uh, related to being calm. It's the Catholic kind of calm or headspace app with, um, oh, if you need help sleeping, if you need uh, just some restful time, if you need some support and prayer and meditation, and there's even music on there. It's got actually a lot in there. All right, so just uh, check out those two things. Um, And also, as usual, go to soulsandhearts.com and see all the different offerings, uh, communities, and podcasts, and the awesome stuff Dr. Peter Malinowski is doing as well. Um, Check us out. All right, the reading. So we are now, I'm looking at the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. And uh, I thought these readings were really interesting in various ways. The first section is from Isaiah, and it talks about fear, which I'm always interested in. It says, say to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong, fear not. He later says, then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared, Uh, the tongues of the mute will sing, streams will burst forth from the desert. Even talks about springs of water uh, coming out of burning sands, so I was really interesting with interested in those polarities and the contrast, right? And then we in the psalm we have the mention of captives being free. So again, there's this whole message of redemption and salvation. And then we get into um, the reading from James, and it says, "My brothers and sisters, show no pol- uh, partiality." And so there we have um, James talking about um, rich men and poor men coming into church and that they should be treated equally, that one is not better than the other. And if just because someone is wealthy, they shouldn't be get, they shouldn't receive more privilege than another person. I thought that was an interesting additional message. And then I'm leaping through real fast here because I do have a really important message to share. Uh, but I want to put it in context. We have uh, the Gospel of Mark. And there we have the, uh, an example of a deaf man who comes to Jesus. He can't speak. And Jesus li- literally puts his finger in the man's ears and says, be opened. And the man can then hear, hear, uh, speak again. Uh, and then there's the message, he makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. All right, so I thought that was interesting. Um, there was also um a message about the wicked uh that i thought was really interesting that the um as the wicked was contrasted right with um what do i have here let me find it with the father oh yeah the fatherless and the widows were contrasted with the wicked and this was in the psalm that's why i missed it. it was in the responsorial psalm so i thought that again i'm thinking that's so interesting um, it seems like the the word of God here in multiple ways is saying, I, as God cares about people who are in trouble, people who have struggled, p- people who don't have privilege in some way in their lives, like they, they're fatherless, they're orphans, they're widows, they can't see, they can't hear, all these different things. And that's where God's heart goes out to. All right, so that always gives me pause as somebody who is doing okay in this world and is feels like I've um, I've certainly had my own personal struggles I've certainly had various at times maybe financial struggles but nothing like this and so um, that definitely has to give me pause and have a spirit of gratitude for everything God has given me but it directs me to where my heart should go but I also think it's fascinating with these different polarities And you might be able to hear my cat in the background meowing, wanting attention. But uh, the the polarities bring me to um, parts work. As you might know, Dr. Peter talks about internal family systems all the time. I talk about parts work all the time. And often within ourselves, there is a polarity. In other words, there's an inner conflict. We have two parts that have very different purposes or seem to be in severe conflict with each other and I'm curious about what the resolution to that is and I want to give a personal example here to maybe help make sense of this. So I was having a a moment uh, just even this past weekend and I was going to church and I had been feeling kind of down and I'd been struggling a little bit with some temptation and I was mad at myself about that. So there, right there, I hope you see a polarity. There was a part of me that was down and that same part um, was looking for a way to numb out or looking for a way to escape from that pain, right? And so if there was temptation, was happening. And then I have this other part that was mad about that, was actually like, putting that part down what's wrong with you you know you should have your act together you shouldn't be uh even you know being vulnerable to temptation what's wrong with you you're bad so i had a part that was struggling right and even considering um you know doing something perhaps sinful then i had another part that was angry about that and was sort of like casting stones if you will Now, what happens there is, for me anyway, often, is the angry part wins, but the other part that was feeling down kind of slinks away and feels bad, and it creates more of the depression, maybe more of the darkness, which can therefore later come back and lead to more temptation, you know, and God forbid, some kind of acting out in some way. So recognizing this inner conflict within myself i did something interesting and different at mass i i was i i felt that uh, you know I, I had experienced temptation but not uh acted out so i didn't feel like i had to refrain from communion but i there was a part of me that just didn't feel good and and i didn't know what to do with that and so this is what i decided to do i decided to really picture that part of me that was struggling so much the part of me that was tempted, that was being labeled a bad boy by another part of me. But instead, I was—I really took a moment and looked at that part. I really tried to look at him closely. And I realized that deep down, that part was was broken. That part was feeling down, was feeling desperate, was feeling lonely, was feeling sad, was feeling kind of disillusioned. All kinds of negative feelings and i pictured myself holding that part with me and when i went to communion i imagined that the priest was actually giving communion to that part of me of course he's giving communion to all of me uh, in reality truly but i was really focused on god giving communion and bringing his love and uh, to the part of me that was having a hard time and all of a sudden uh, i was sort of breaking It broke out of that polarity. So instead of just having like good boy, bad boy battling each other inside of me, I saw that the so-called bad boy, the so-called wicked part, was actually really um, hurt and in need. And um, I love it. I go to a Byzantine Catholic church, and we receive communion in a spoon with the bread and the wine dipped together. And you just like a little bird, you you tilt your head back, and the priest drops the spoon into your mouth. So it's like a little bird. I came up in, and when children, because ch- young ch- infants even receive in the Byzantine tradition. So sometimes you see little moms and dads like bringing up their children, their babes, and literally the priest drops the, drops the um, the Eucharist in their mouth like their little babes, like little birds. My that's how I always saw them as little birds, and so I was imagining myself in this part of me like a little, little bird needing to be fed, and i can't tell you the amazing release and what was funny is not funny it was i thought profound was that as i was going up to communion um the there we have the the song was playing and there's an alleluia refrain after each verse but the verse that hit me was the lord is close to the brokenhearted those who are crushed he will save so all of a sudden I saw this part of me as not just a bad boy or whatever. I saw this part and I saw the real heart of this part of me that was broken hearted and felt crushed. Whoa. And so all of a sudden to me, that was like in this reading Jesus putting his hands on the man's in his case, it was um, on, his, on his mouth. And uh, to allow him to speak, and maybe I could imagine it as Jesus putting his hand on my heart to heal and to love that part of me so yeah so so this was I guess a a profound take on it, and I love the way in my experience my my understanding of parts work, which comes from the world of psychology and my faith, actually really came together in a way that helped me. Kind of resolve a little bit in that moment, um, that polar polarization and that dichotomy. I would say also like um, the um, the other part that was angry or that was condemning or throwing stones. You know, maybe that part is kind of like a Pharisee sometimes, but deep down, that part also wants the good. And if it is carrying a burden of judgment, or if it's carrying a burden of it, you know, maybe in the past when I have really struggled, it felt like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And felt scared. You know, and we see in the reading, it talks about in the very beginning, he says, say to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong and fear not. So the part of me that maybe comes on so strong and negative to myself, maybe sometimes to others, is actually afraid is carrying a burden of fear and doesn't want to see my whole system get overwhelmed with sin or bad behavior or whatever. And so it it he this part reacts. And so I need to also view that with compassion and understanding and say, listen to that part of me. Hey, um, I know in the past I've made some pretty big mistakes and you have been overwhelmed. So that's why you're afraid. And so now... Um, but now, look. Notice how the part of me that was struggling needed love, compassion, and care. See what happens when he is loved, when he is cared for. And so now, maybe you can let down, let go of this burden of fear. You know, and and provide good support because you have the intention of, you know, positive intention of keeping me on the straight and narrow, and positive intention of. Um, protecting my system it's a good thing so again bringing compassion to my whole system and healing to the whole system and breaking the those polarities right the polarity of rich versus poor wicked versus um fatherless and and bringing healing to all the parts and i think that it's interesting because not only is there a polarity there is a growth from good from struggle to health, from being deaf to hearing, from being blind to seeing, from mute to speaking. And so here we're being called to health, right? And so in psychological terms, that might be things like going from anxiety to peace. It might be from going from to depression to uh, zest for life might be from going, going from isolation to connection with others, right? So Christ is calling us again to be healed in all those different areas of our lives. How exciting. All right. Well, guys, that's all I have for you today. i have been trying to keep it under 10 minutes. This one went a little longer to 15, uh, but I hope you don't mind me sharing that personal s- story. And um i'm hoping that in hearing it maybe it will help you look at your own situation in your own life and um look at your own parts and think about it i don't know if this is helpful i thought afterward wow that was actually kind of cool i brought one of my parts kind of consciously to communion a part that really needed that love and that feeding um Great. All right. Well, I hope to see you next time. Please leave comments if you liked what you heard. Uh, if you're interested in joining a Souls and Hearts community, if you're male, if you know another uh, Catholic male, send them to CatholicJourneyman.com. Uh, we also have the Resilient Catholics community for anyone. It's a fantastic community led by uh, Dr. Peter. Um, if you're a therapist, we have uh, interior therapist community which. Uh, really teaches Catholic therapists about parts work, which both Peter and I are very fond of. <laughs> All right, uh, until next time, be still, believe, and be loved. Take good care. Bye bye.